Hello, welcome to Monty's Spin. This is the first of our podcast. I'm here with Monty Panasar. Hi, welcome to everyone. This is, uh, like, us, uh, like we said, it's our first episode and it's Monty's Spin. We're going to have some interesting topics to talk about. It's sounding a bit like a bingo caller. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So, uh, 77 and it's 13 and that's triple 18 and the darts. So, there you go. It's always going to be fun. You've, you've never been to bingo, have you? <laughs> no, I've never been to a bingo because I'm not old enough yet. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. It's quite cool. With the young, oh, actually, I don't know about that. Um, I think we should first of all talk about why we're doing this, how we met. Um, I know nothing about cricket. I'm Georgina Burnett, by the way. I know nothing about cricket. I'm not going to pretend to know anything about cricket. I didn't know you, did I, when I first met you? No, the first time we met was uh, at Piers Morgan's cricket charity match. And I didn't know that when I was running on a treadmill at DW Fitness in the morning, I'll see your face selling beds. Oh, we didn't talk about that, did we? Uh, let's half price, by the way. <laughs> Actually, no, the first time I met you, you were giving me a lift on, on that day. And I, uh, I had uh, a drink in my hand and Monty said to me, you can't have a drink in my car. And I genuinely thought you were joking, but you well, actually are that. Well, when it comes to my car or like, um, let's say at home, I'm, let's say OCD. I like everything to be prepared. Like they say, a clean house or a clean mind is to hold like oh, holiness, you know, it's like yeah. that's, that's that saying, you know, if you, if you keep yourself, keep your house clean, keep keep everything in organised, it's close to godliness. In my limited knowledge of cricket, it's quite appropriate that we are chatting today, isn't it? Because I'm originally an Aussie. I know I don't sound like one now, but I don't, do I? No, you don't sound Australian at all. But being an Aussie, you must know that something very historic happened. <laughs> No. in Australia. You don't know about this. No. Like, it's 70, well, it's been over 70 years, I think 71 years. India's won their first test series in Australia since India started playing cricket. Really? Yeah. That's so, quite a big deal. I know that's quite a big deal. Yeah, that's a huge yeah. deal. Like, I think they, they won 2-1 and, and it's the first time it's ever happened. And Did you get quite excited about that? Well, I mean, I'm born in England. Yeah, but what if, but if, if, I Australia's thought, playing India, who are you going to be supporting? That's a very good question, isn't it? Because yeah, thank you. I've got some good friends in Australia, but then my granddad, he's from yeah. India as well, and my parents are from India, so this is the problem, you know, when you're like <laughs> you're a trying, British nationality... You're to sound like a politician. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is the problem we have as like sports fans. Like, I'm born in a country where... I am British because I'm born in this country, so I'm English, I'm British as they come. And uh, then we're in this situation of pickle of because my ancestors and my parents are from India, but then I've got some really good friends in Australia. So then I think, what's more important? My friends that I've just, you know, developed over the years or my sort of family tree that comes I'm from so Australia? I'm surprised. From the little I've known you, I would have thought you'd go for the family, family link. Well, I haven't answered the question, have I? No, you haven't. No, Is it friends or family? You, though, isn't it, yeah. <laughs> what are we doing here? So I'm asking you viewers, if you're in a pickled situation and you've got some connections with family, then you have some connection with friends, who would you support? I think that's a good point, actually. Uh, they're obviously not viewers because I can't see us right now, but to our lovely listeners. Yeah, to our if lovely. If you have any questions that you want to ask Monty, uh, just ping them along to us and we'll, we'll do it. Because we'll hopefully do another one of these when we want to. We'll see Absolutely. how this goes. But... Absolutely. We, 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 what we want is our listeners 
to give us their viewpoint of if you're in a pickled situation, yeah. would you, and you was in a, let's say, a, a sporting a team, which team would you support? Is it affiliation with family or affiliation with friends? Yeah. Right. So, um, first of all, um, I think we have to touch on your diabolical performance on Mastermind. What was going on there, Monty? Well, I, I prepared for myself, okay, for the Seek and its history, yeah. which I thought... I think you did all right on six, that. Six, but, six, but, six out of eight questions. Yeah, happy yeah, with that. All right, yeah. And um, general knowledge, first question I got right. And then that situation. I know you guys are listening right now and you're thinking, what happened, Monty? It's happened to all of us. We get under pressure. The mastermind seat got me. And I wasn't listening to the questions after that. And suddenly I was answering what I thought what was being said rather than exactly listening to the question. And I remember going on my train journey back home from Manchester back to Houston. And my agent was asking me, the same questions and I was answering them and he goes I thought so you wasn't even listening to the questions and I go you did look a bit vacant it looked like you'd gone off onto another planet or something another planet I think I went on off to another galaxy yeah like have you seen it was an Oliver Twist <laughs> right it, it was yeah. a very simple yeah. question yeah. and I said Oliver Twist and so what how would you uh, compare the pressure of being on Mastermind um, to like playing cricket professionally? Well, I think playing cricket, you, you train for it. You, yeah. you, There's a repetition of things and you prepare yourself for it. There's a lot more preparation, but it's a passion to it. While this seat is like, you get questions thrown at you. You either listen to the question and in that moment you're fully focused or and concentrating, or you could just suddenly you're thinking to yourself, I need to answer as many questions as possible so I can get them get so many right so I can win or but then you forget to listen like I did <laughs> forget to listen yeah like Love it. you know I think the Germans are not going to be happy with me because they think like their stadium's in Athens right now <laughs> well I think I think a lot of people would say that it made for uh, very entertaining viewing um so I'm glad we talked about that. Um, we're not going to talk about Brexit, are we? We decided that everyone else is talking about it, so let's have a bit of escapism. Do you want to just say in one sentence what you think about Brexit? Well, Brexit is an interesting one. There you go. That's your sentence. Um, but we could talk about, because you have been, you, you had uh, an ankle operation, didn't you? And then you've been getting back to fitness, dieting, not drinking. Um, it's, it's very similar, your life, to Boris Johnson's, wouldn't you say? Because uh, he's been losing weight, and what tips could you give him? Well, tips I can give him is that, well, I think a lot of people are now discussing about halving your meat and your sugars. Yeah. So, you don't eat meat, do you? Well, I, I don't eat meat. No. Um, because the, the, the reasons I found was that uh, I, I spoke to quite high elite level athletes, and there's a lot of them, um, even in the NBA, um, in the uh, NHL, uh, National Hockey League. Uh, in boxers as well, athletes who, who, you know, take their body to like a higher, you know, power speed levels than we do. A lot of people are changing to vegetarian diets or even really? vegan. Mm. Like they're saying vegans and they're going to make vegan this new religion. It's like, wow, is it like going that deep? People mm. are going that far. Mm. And they found that they were quicker, stronger. Their recovery was better. 
And they find with meat that it takes a lot of energy to consume the meat and, and digest it. I have found that with a kebab at three o'clock in the morning, actually. So. Yeah. So. How long, how long have you not been eating meat for? Now, meat's been like quite quite a you know a sort of significant period of time since yeah. uh, I uh, met you know some of my you know does research research that I obviously did and uh, looking at you know other athletes. There's a lot more athletes coming out who do a much more higher intensity activity than cricket and are turning to vegetarian. So going back to Boris Johnson's question, <laughs> is saying, I hope he's no steaks, no lambs, because yeah. it'll be a lot easier to lose the weight and maybe have his, on cheat days he can have a, have a, um, a sterlon, a sterlon, sterling, sterling. <laughs> sterling. <laughs> sirloin, you mean. Sirloin, yeah, sirloin. <laughs> there you go. You even know me that I'm not. <laughs> That's yeah, very clear that you're not a steak man. Yeah. Um, and I'm really interested actually because um, from what I've seen of cricket, they're not always the most athletic of specimens. Some are. Um, what What is a professional cricketer's diet like? I mean, how seriously do they take that? I think some some take it very seriously. Some like um, uh, you know like the sort of discipline of, of the diet. But other times, when you spend like a whole day in the field, when you're training a lot, sometimes your body just needs the carbs because of the endurance. You know, it's, it becomes it's a very much like an endurance sport if you're playing, let's say, four days. Um, or first class or test cricket um, and maybe it comes to 2020 or one day as you know diet could be slightly different but you can fall in the trap of overloading yourself with carbs because you've spent the whole day of just been doing your endurance being all day in the field and maybe days them sort of days is where you go heavy on carbs but apart from that you you, you want to stay light you, you want to stay quite disciplined with your diet but it can be quite difficult because you're training so much. Trying to get the balance yeah. right. And that, yeah. yeah. you know, other sports don't have the longevity like we do. We have like six hours in a day yeah. and we could be in Boris the field. Boris does a lot of cycling, to be fair. So he would probably, uh, <laughs> might need those cars. But he, said, but he likes his rugby, didn't he? He, said he did that famous rugby tackle. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So apart from uh, keeping fit and um, watching what Boris Johnson's doing for his uh, fitness levels, what else have you been up to this week? Anything on TV you've been watching? Yeah, I've been uh, watching this new programme on BBC, The Great Dancer. The Greatest Dancer. Yeah, The Greatest Dancer. Yeah, I'm sure I've I've got got there in the end. Right, The Greatest Dancer, right? And um, I think um, that's a really good... Like, uh, I think I like the concept. Yeah. Because the way... I didn't watch it, so tell me what happens. Okay, so what happens is, like, you need to get 75% of the public's vote, Uh and then the, then the... like the the doors open and then they can like let themselves go really dance and and the judges um they're able to uh give their you know give give their proper feedback okay, but, it, yeah, yeah. but it's only based so it's all about the public vote it's all based on the public vote okay because they watch them on on on, on the video screen as they're dancing behind the closed doors and if the public don't like it but the judges, because they're amazing and they want to see them, you know, the doors open, it's not in their hands. It's in the hands of the public. And are you a good, va- a good voter? Are you a good dancer? Well, I, I, I always think I've been a good dancer. But if you ask my family, they have different opinions, <laughs> which... Um, the seriousness of your answer yeah, is leading me to think that you're maybe not a good dancer. <laughs> now, I think I'm a good dancer right, yeah, in my, yeah, in my yeah. sort of world. Mm-hmm. But when you ask them, they have different opinions. So... I don't want you to ask them about my dancing. Okay, we won't. We won't ask them then. Um, would, you, would you ever do something like Strictly? 
Strictly, yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, would the listeners like to see me on Strictly? Ah, oh, there you go. Our lovely listeners, tell us, would you like because to see Monty day, on well, Strictly? end of the day, with all these TV shows, it's all to do with, like, viewers. If yeah, viewers watch totally. you and they find you, yeah, this is great for TV, then, they'll, then you, you will get that opportunity. So, oh, yeah, I would love to get on Strictly. love to show off my salsa dancing and the rest <laughs> of it. And, um, I don't yeah. think they do salsa on Strictly, do they? Well, I'll, I'll ask them to put it on there. <laughs> yeah. As one of the just rounds. Just for Monty, just for Monty. One of the rounds we have to do salsa. What, yeah. And this week, I think one of the things this week was uh, Andy Murray. Um, sort of, he's going through a tough time, isn't he? And, and maybe seeing the last of him as well. What do you, what, uh, when you see a fellow sports person like that, what's, what are your thoughts? Well, there's two things. There's one, how much pain can you take? How much pain can you keep taking? And that's really up to him. And also, when you do get back to that full fitness, are you playing to the best of your ability? And he probably knows he isn't. And also the pain of the hip. And some people are saying he should have a, another operation because I think there's some uh, other tennis players who've had a similar injury to them. I heard Andre Agassi saying he should retire, pack it up. If he is you know, looking to pack up, I think he should just give his final farewell at Wimbledon, even if it's first round or wherever, how far, however far he gets to. I think he should give the public, in on English soil, his last final, you know, farewell. He is Sir Andy Murray after all. Did you, did you get, suffer from any injuries? Or? Yeah, I've had a shoulder up and obviously the ankle um, broke that, um, not cricket related, was on the ice skating ring. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, as you do. You know, go on ice skating ring and yeah, you break your ankle. So that was me. And uh, yeah, it's taken me about 12 months to get back. And I've been, you know, working really hard on my fitness. And, and yeah, one of my desires is yeah, to get back playing professionally at the top level. So I would love get, get, to get playing again this year, get involved with the county, maybe, you know, try and how can I give back to the county in terms of like a coach, player kind of role where I can help the young spinners to come through as well as an option of a, an experienced England left-arm spinner, um, especially, yeah, could, could always be... Could England do with that, talking, talking to somebody who doesn't know anything about Well, Well, England got some young spinners coming through and they've, they've, they've done quite well. And, uh, yeah, if, I, if I'm at the top of my game, which now we're really sort of, you know, getting really in front of myself now, you know, <laughs> I think, first of all, if I, if I can just get some nets... Uh, get some training done, you know, with some county coaches, and just have a look at me as an option of how I can get involved. Uh, that'd be, that'd be, I would, I would love that opportunity. And um, I've got some questions here, actually, from uh, some potential listeners, <laughs> people that said they will listen to this. Um, and we've got uh, the first one is from Jimmy in Wood Green, and he says, "Would you care if Test cricket died?" Absolutely. I think Test cricket is has been the most exciting over the last couple of years. We've seen India do India just won against Australia. So there's certain records which I think Test playing nations would want to still strive for as a motivation. And I'm sure India now wanna propel. You know, I'm, I'm sure they wanna at some point win in England now, you know. And and I think the biggest thing at the moment in Test cricket is the teams that play um, the away series. So the test nations that play in other countries to win in, in a, to win an away series is very difficult. And that's becoming, it's, it's actually people are beginning to say it's one of the hardest things in sports now. So test cricket 
for that reason cannot die and I hope it would never die. <laughs> there you go. There you go Jimmy in Wood Green. Um, we've also got Rich from Stratford-upon-Avon, a very serious question here is how many pets have you met sharing the same name as you? I think um, dogs have taken that poll yeah. because everywhere I went after England 2006 <laughs> once I made my debut there's a lot of people especially the cricket clubs I went around they all said oh um, do you know we, we, we named our new puppy after you? Yeah, my, my, my little son George, you know, he wanted to call it Monty. Is it, is it a bit disconcerting when someone starts shouting Monty in the street and you realise it's not actually at you? Yeah, I sort of turn around and it's, uh, I start, oh, it's... Um, Stop doing that there, Monty. It, it's that uh, Jack Russell. Yeah, that. Jack Russell. Yeah, you're a bit like a Jack Russell. Um, and David from Cheshire wants to know who your favourite guru is and why. Quite a random question. But. Yeah, I think my favourite guru is probably uh, Michael Jordan mm -hmm. um, because he is the ultimate guru of sports and, um, you know, why, he, why you yeah, all the attributes of what he's done oh. for basketball and how he's been an icon. I think for a lot of people around the world, he's everyone. You know, when you have that sort of dark time thinking, can I make it in this team? I'm in my college years or I'm at school. Look up Michael Jordan. <laughs> have you got a poster of him in your bedroom? <laughs> well, I used to follow him. Like, I'm sure everyone had Nike and Max at some point. Or yeah, Jordan true. And Max. Yeah. You know, we've all, had a, we've, all, we've all had a pair of them. And um, a very uh, interesting thing in the news this week is that Posh... Uh, that's as in Posh Spice, um, has a cream, a face cream made out of uh, her blood, um, which I thought was quite interesting. You know, if you're, if you're into health and fitness, which clearly you are, what, what do you think, what component of your body do you think would be most useful to use? We could market this, you know. Yeah, but... <laughs> Mon Monty's... Body cream. Body cream. <laughs> but it, what I'm saying is, is it... Um, Posh's blood, and then people go and buy Posh's blood. I think she has it. it for herself, but I mean, really, she's missing a trick there, isn't she? Well, I think I think what she Posh should should do is um, call it the Posh, you know, facial cream or or, 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 or the or the. You posh, clearly don't work in marketing. Whatever. Really. Yeah, yeah, but then each individual client gets their own blood, and then they do it that way. But call it call it the Posh cream. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess so. But what would you? Answer the question, Monty. I would Answer use it. Question. I would use it for my scar on my ankle and where my ankle is, because it sometimes it gets ridiculously itchy, and when I do itch it, it's one. It's a, such a feeling of being in heaven. So that, you would put scar tissue into cream. Well, like, you're saying? like a scar tissue body cream um, with mixed in with my, only oh, my blood. This is this is such a great way to end a podcast, isn't it? So, listeners, <laughs> you're going to be back next time, everyone. Um, well, I've enjoyed this chat. We've had many chats like this in the past, so it's quite good to uh, have it recorded for once, isn't it? Do you want to carry on with this? Should we do another one? I, I think we should. I think the viewers yeah. would love to listen to more views and uh, my views about uh, worldly affairs. Yeah. And I'm sure they want to listen to you as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll ask the questions. Well, thank you very much for uh, partaking in Monty's spin. And yeah, listeners, any questions? Send them along and we'll ask them next time.